Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Indiana Sports Beat Radio, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni! Fires upfield into the end zone, and it's caught! Jelani Woods! Touchdown! I-N-D-Y! A 43-point <laughs> night for Tyrese Halliburton! How do you like that, partner? Galloway drives all the way to the hole, throws it off, got it! Indiana's got their first lead of this contest. I mean, that's a goddamn winner right there. Now, from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, here's your host, Jim Coyle. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome aboard. Uh, it is Thursday, October 19th. Appreciate you being aboard with us. Don't forget Indiana Sports Speed Radio, powered by Andy Moore Honda, your number one Honda dealer. Go to andymorehonda.com to get more to your door and the best in new and used vehicles. They are great. Go see my guys, Rich, and uh, the, the guys all over there. It is uh, truly one of the best places you can go. Very relaxing. Uh, appreciate everybody jumping on early and often for the golf club or, or the Andy Moore Honda hotline as well as we come to you from the uh, confines high atop. The 18th Fairway at the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios. Appreciate everybody jumping on. Like I said, Fred is always first in line from over in Easton, the Easton Assassin, Easton, Pennsylvania. Kent from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Larry from Las Vegas, Larry. He's going to call him Las Vegas, Larry. He's giving him a big shout out to his his Las Vegas Aces winning. uh, They won back-to-back WNBA World Championships last night. Uh, I saw that was on. It was ironic because I was up getting something to eat at the uh, clubhouse and sitting next to uh, a friend of mine. And they had the warm-ups for the WNBA for what went what seemed like went on for an hour. Uh, we, we kept looking up and like, damn, they're still showing warm-ups? They don't show warm-ups of NFL, of NBA, of NBA games like this. It was like... Wow. Uh, but anyway, just a little early morning bitching and moaning. Can't, uh, it's like the morning coffee. Got to have that. Matt, jump it all. We appreciate you, brother. Forrest, South Georgia. On our head of marketing, Pete, down in a rainy day in Cicero. Fred says Trace Jackson Davis started and gets a double double in a Warriors game last night. Well, check that out. Tony from uh, Barbecue Rich, Owensboro, Kentucky. John's over in Southport, just below Indy. Our man Kevin down in southern Indiana, Jeffersonville. Scott in Owensboro. Got a couple guys uh, serving up some barbecue. Kevin says that uh, Boogie's going to be a Hoosier tomorrow. Well, we'll talk about that, and we'll see. Caleb, appreciate you, brother. Ed as well. And uh, 
the many, many more that will be joining us. And I don't say this enough, and John, I'm going to have to get on you to, to start reminding me. We've got to start reminding people to, uh, for those that listen and are not subscribed, to please just subscribe to Indiana Sports Beat Radio here on, if you find it on YouTube, it, it helps immensely. I, I assure you it's grateful. Uh, we're grateful for it if you do that because we have 70% of our listeners on there are not subscribed. So it would be of immense help, and we'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, Rutgers will talk about Rutgers football as Indiana will take on the Scarlet Knights Saturday and home at homecoming. The Colts officially announce what we kind of already knew. Their number one draft pick, or their top draft pick, Anthony Richardson, quarterback, he gone for the rest of the year. Hoosier hysteria, of course, on the docket. Oklahoma State wants and deserves an apology. Um, was it our show that we were talking about? Someone was on here talking about um, how Oklahoma State was the one that got screwed, or was it me? from a reading an article the one thing i remember and maybe this wasn't even this show but i mentioned oklahoma state losing to to kane womack south alabama team it's the one thing only thing no I i'm talking about basketball oh this yeah, well, goes back I, I to the basketball ncaa investigation of uh it well i was talking about bill self but i i may have just been repeating some stuff out of that article um but anyway Oklahoma State now wants an apology from uh, the from the NCAA. Uh, it's which they're not wrong. Mike Boynton, uh, whose Oklahoma State team was banned from the 2022 NCAA tournament for its connection to the FBI's 2017 investigation into college basketball corruption said the NCAA owes his program an apology. Hell, a little more than that. After Kansas last week became the latest school to avoid major penalties stemming from the scandal in which they had them dead to right. It was like at least a minimum of four of the highest violations you can have. And they they skip with with study hall afterwards or something like that. I mean, it was nothing because they're NCAA again. I mean, what are you going to say? Gutless. The IARP did not issue any postseason bans or significant penalties in the case it adjudicated for LSU. They didn't make a strong ass offer, I guess. Louisville, who. Payments went to, um, I can't remember his name now, John. Arizona. Sean, and Sean, uh, who wrote his brother? Name are we forgetting? Back Louisville, the uh, kid that got paid the money, but it was his oh, dad uh, who was Bowen. Doing uh, yes, Bowen. Brian Bowen Jr. Yes. Brian Bowen Jr. wasn't. Uh, no, no, but no postseason ban. Arizona and North Carolina State, all schools that were tied into the FBI investigation. Oklahoma State chose to work with the NCAA and got a ban. And all that they did was 
had an assistant that took some money from a financial planner. What a joke. That is, it's basically like, if you ever admit anything, no matter how small, the NCAA will make an example of you so they don't have to fight the fights against Louisville, Kansas. Let's go back to North Carolina and their 18 years of eight academic fraud. Let's talk about Zion Williams and his parents moving from an $800 a month home where they lived in South, I think South Carolina up to a $5,000 a month home in Durham, North Carolina, along with an Escalade, a Mercedes, uh, and I cannot believe the other vehicle that they acquired during this time. No, just a coincidence. Just a coinky-dink. Um, it, it, it's just, the NCAA is, I, I don't understand their point, their reason for existence to be honest with you. Um, I I can never remember the kid's name from Indiana, who it's probably been four, at least four years ago. Indiana simply forgot to file an administrative piece of paper for him. And he was banned from playing. I use the word banned. For an entire season, because this piece of paper didn't get in on time. That's right. Yet, Bill Self, I'm going to start calling him Bill. I'm, I'm going to start, I don't want to be like, I'm going to start giving nicknames to a certain guys. Bill Self Righteous. Got Lil Rody. And Bill Self-Righteous. Each of those are for different reasons. But um, these teams did not remain so dominant accidentally. That I assure you. There are very, very few teams. Michigan State, one of those. They did. Do it the right way. I I have no doubts about Tom Izzo. Indiana. Obviously, they weren't cheating. Maybe they should have been. But there we go. That's out. Hey, on the program today, Matt Taylor from the Colts to join us. Of course, I mentioned uh, Anthony Richardson. He's done for the year. Jeremy Gray from Indiana Athletics will join us. We're going to talk about the Hoosier hysteria, Deuce Doge, what's going to be happening, uh, this, that. We need to get you up to speed on, I'm trying to talk John into uh, playing some Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane, some Gucci Mane today. We're not Gucci Mane it up. But if you you yourself, if you're a listener and you want to hear the the world-renowned Gucci Mane, feel free to listen to him on your own time. We're not getting demonetized um, today. Let's see. I'm have to, I may have to pull him up. A buddy of mine sent me uh, apparently some Gucci Mane music um, that I'm supposed to listen to. 
but I'll try to do that. Kristen Area will also join us on the program. Looking forward to that, as always. And, of course, we've got you and your questions. Heading back to the Andy Moore Honda hotline. Ooh, you're talking about nicknames. Uh, Let's see another good one for Bill Self. Dollar Bill Self. Craig ooh, sends there that you in. go. There you go. Yep. Uh, I like Bill Self-Righteous. Or, or, or we can combine those. Dollar Bill Self-Righteous. Or Bill Selfish. Ooh, Bill Selfish. Him ooh, having the last name coming. Self really just invites keep, it in for... Oh, my God. Just keep bringing those. Bill... Um, all to himself. Yeah. Uh, keep going on and on, man. Oh, where's this? Uh, Jack Graham in Tennessee now, SEC land. Yeah, that's right. Hey, that's kind of, I'm not going to lie. Back in our, my rodeo days, uh, that was, that was, that just went without saying. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And, but, but by cheating, we just meant, if something, if you got away with something that wasn't caught by the the flagger in the arena, because everything has to be legal catches, and you got to have a dally and all this and that. But if you could get away with something real quick, hey, you're not telling on yourself. That's the key. Don't tell on yourself. That's probably not what I should be preaching. So, hey, we got to take a break. I cannot thank you enough for being with us. Looking forward to another great lineup and plenty to talk about. Matt Taylor should be joining us next from the Indianapolis Colts. And we're back with more right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. In the market for a new or used vehicle? Well, nobody beats the prices and selection of Andy Moore Honda in Bloomington. Right now, get a brand new Honda with no payments for 90 days. That's right, 2023 and 2024 Honda Pilots, HRVs, CRVs, Honda Ridgelines, payment-free for 90 days. Or get 0.9% APR financing for 36 months on a 2023 Honda Ridgeline. Go to AndyMoreHonda.com and get more to your door. Formerly BB's Chop Shop Market and Table is located on South Walnut in Bloomington and is your one-stop shop for high-quality meats, bakery items, and now fresh seafood. Chop Shop Market and Table has the largest selection of in-house made products around and everything you need to make a gourmet meal at home. Or pick out a tomahawk steak or a grouper filet and enjoy it cooked to perfection in Chop Shop Steakhouse. Chop Shop Market and Table, a part of the Wild Food Group, is your butcher, baker, and fish house no matter where you live. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com. 
Southern Stone Restaurant, located at the corner of Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington, offers a variety of freshly made fare, tying their roots in limestone with their love of Southern eateries. With quality, local, and organic food as their main focus, Southern Stone strives to always provide their guests with an exceptional dining experience. With weekly specials, quick, attentive service, Southern Stone Restaurant provides delicious, five-star comfort food with a Southern charm at two-star prices. Southern Stone Restaurant is part of Endeavor Hospitality's Wild Club. Metalworks Brewing Company, located just off the square in Bloomington near Cabello Restaurant, is locally owned and operated. Launched from a previous staple of Bloomington, the Function Brewery, Metalworks is the culmination of a passion for craft beer, food, custom metal art. Check out their custom Metalworks growlers. Metalworks Brewing Company has your favorite beers and the foods to go with them in a relaxing, comfortable environment. Or you can find a Metalworks beer at all the Wild Food Group restaurants. Cup taste what Dr. Hops has brewing. Metalworks Brewing Company. Bring your passion and your thirst. Golf season is in full swing at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, and they have a sweet deal for all returning students, no matter where you go to school. At the Golf Club at Eagle Point, students can play for the rest of 2023 for just $299. That's right, play as many rounds as you like for just $299. That's better than a birdie. But you don't have to be a student to play at Eagle Point. Go online to set your tee time or call 812-824-4040. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. This segment is brought to you by REMAX Advanced Realty, Indie Home Pro's team by Cheryl Sizemore. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Hey, hey, welcome back. Thanks a lot for joining us here on this Thursday. Appreciate you being with us, of course, no matter where you are and how you're listening. Uh, you're on radio, listening on radio on our good friends down in Evansville, 97.7 ESPN, the ref up in the corner of the region, 1230 AM, 104.7 FM, WJOB, the voice of the region. Across to uh, Fort Wayne on 1380, the fan, 1480's sports station. And if you are listening uh, there in Fort Wayne, make sure you stay tuned after the show for Brett Rump. He has tickets to give away each day for Foreigner coming up at the Coliseum on the 24th, which would uh, not be a bad concert to go to. Also, make sure you catch uh, Caleb and Kenny each morning there in Fort Wayne. Uh, on the morning show. Speaking of concerts, I was texting a friend last night about something, and they were just said, oh, "I'm busy. I'm I'm at uh, I'm over in Brown County, Indiana, uh, Nashville, Indiana, for a concert. They built a new concert facility over there, a small one. You know, they used to have the little little Nashville Opry, which was cool. But uh, do you know who was there, John Boy? I know you don't, but you're going to find Collective Soul. Really? Okay, and that's pretty it's pretty interesting. I like that type of band. Uh well, I was like that's kind of pretty good for for a small you know, town for small town Nashville, Indiana right there. Yeah, uh for those of you that that are outside of Indiana listening or outside of the Bloomington area, uh the Little Nashville Opry was there forever and uh just of course to play off of uh, the Grand Ole Opry, but that thing was a a 
longtime establishment. Uh, I personally saw George Strait there in like 1981. Wow. When he was like, just had a, a song or two out. And I, I've said this before because it's funny, but I remember leaving with the, it was with the girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time, I was like 19 or whatever. And her brother and his wife or girlfriend, and I'm like, man, he's good, but he'll never make it. He just stands there and sings which is what he did then and what he would do for the next 30 years (laughs) successfully, I might add. But uh, the little Nashville Opry burned down some time ago. But they have built a modern state-of-the-art facility over there. Um, Louisville played Simmons College last night in an exhibition. They're already getting it going, and I mention that because it's very possible Indiana could end up playing the Cardinals in New York. Louisville coming off of a very, very bad season that they would certainly like to forget, John. Historically um, bad, yeah. Only four wins last year. That that's you know, that's reminiscent of Indiana going back to the beginning of the Tom Crean era after the the mess with uh Kelvin Sampson. Yep. But that again just reminds me of this NCAA crap. Um, because Louisville self-imposed, and, Louisville self-imposed a tournament ban. And, and guess and what? I, guess what? Rick Pitino begged them not to do, not to not to go, not do not do. They said, "Do not do this. Do not settle. Do not." He told them, "Don't do it," and he was right. He might still have a job. Yeah. Who knows? Um, had that happened, that would have changed Indiana basketball. Romeo Langford would have been at Louisville. He would have been. Which, yep. And, and maybe Archie Miller. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe Archie Miller would have been let go earlier than he would have been. Initially. I was thinking that, but I don't think uh, Indiana fans would have been that fortunate. Um, <laughs> I mean, four years is almost as quick as you can get rid of a guy. How how long was um oh gosh darn it Bill Gillespie at Kentucky? It's a good question. It was definitely not longer than four years, but that's about the time they're like, yeah, you got to go. But anyway, I'm you trying got, to see who did well go. for Louisville last night. Uh, um, so Louisville's got a, ninety-one. Yeah, go ahead. They won well, ninety-one. They won ninety-one fifty. Yeah, they won ninety-one fifty. They had four guys in double figures: Curtis Williams, Mike James, JJ Trainer, and Trey White. Uh, they got a couple, couple good new guys: Sky Clark, who some of you may remember, who, who was on Illinois' roster for the beginning of last he was season. Also, also a Montverde product. That's right. Jumped in the transfer portal. Ended up in Louisville. Also, Dennis Evans, formerly committed to Minnesota. He's a five-star, by the way. Uh, ended up decommitting and going to Louisville as well. Caleb Glenn, a lot of Indiana fans familiar with Caleb Glenn. Mike Woodson was trying really hard to get him to come to Indiana. He had nine points is last night. Kid, that's, is that the kid from Louisville? Yeah, he's from Mayo High School. Ended up going to um, the prep school in Indiana. I can't think of what it's called. In Laporte, Indiana. Lalu, Lalu. So, yeah, Louisville did. I mean, they did what they needed to do. They took care of business against a team that they have no business being in a close game with in Simmons College. So, 
we'll have to keep an eye on on what this team ends up looking like because last year they were, I mean, they were probably the worst Power Five team in college basketball, and it probably wasn't even close. Uh, I would agree with you, without question. Uh, of course, Boogie Flan's recruitment. I think it's come to an end, his recruiting. Now it's just where the cards, uh, let's see where the, which, which way the uh, cards fall, whatever you want to say. His announcement coming on Friday, tomorrow, 2 p.m. And I continue to walk on it, think on it. You know, I'm talking to people, but... You, what cracks me up is I, I, I go to the Hoosier.com and the uh, boards, chat boards, the premium chat boards. You never, you, 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 you just can't be surprised how many people have a source. I've never seen so many sources and so many people with sources on something that's happening in New York, first of all. I'm like, oh, okay. You you got a source, and you got a source. It's like Oprah. I mean, literally anybody on you Twitter, get a source. you get a source. Anybody, you get a source. Anybody on Twitter can just hide behind their little their profile picture that isn't even a photo of themselves, and they can say anything they want, and they can't get in trouble for it, even if they're wrong. I mean, yes, people can say what they want and talk about how stupid it is for them to to just kind of throw things out there, but they're shooting their shot because I mean, who's Who's going to who's stopping them from saying silly stuff like that? Nobody is. Nobody. That's why Twitter and is the land of. I don't even really know. What, really, it's the land of oh, it's a wasteland. Really, is what it is. I I don't like when people hide behind fake names or when they're not who they are. You know, trust me. Nothing I have is not known that it's me saying it. You know, I, I put myself on the line there. Um, there is a, I, I don't know what to call them, um, a Twitter personality. Well, it's albeit like Chronic Hoosier, who he just he just wants to maintain his anonymity for other reasons. That's yeah, and some people use that anonymity He's for not good making, reasons. Yeah, he's not making doing all this stuff to make prognostications and all this stuff and and making claims. He just is it's like do you know what I miss so much? I miss Captain Andrew Luck horribly. That was the greatest Twitter account I've ever personally seen. We would he would only speak once, maybe twice a week. But it was always hilarious. I really enjoyed the, um, it was an account called Creeny Tom. And they were obviously a parody of Tom Crean. And that ceased to exist after he was let go from Indiana. But that was one of my favorites. There was also a really good Kevin Wilson account. I think it was just called Fake Coach Wilson. But I, I enjoyed that one as well. Uh, okay. Let's see. People asking about uh, favorites. Andrew Barth will join us tomorrow in the second hour. He is with the arrival site in New York. 
has contacts at a certain high school. He has real sources, as you're saying. I'm I'm not claiming that everybody, anybody else's sources aren't real. I just mentioned the (laughs) fact that it sure seems like they have a lot. Um, And it's funny. People like, well, there you go. I called it. I called it. Well, you're guessing. You're, it's a 50-50 coin toss here. I mean, and you've already got guys that have, like Andrew Barth, who has crystal balled Boogie Flan to IU, and he's just not changing. Rob Cassidy from Rivals, he's got Kentucky a slight lean. He's not going to change because it's there's nothing to change. I, I think that it's done and that it was done the moment he set his announcement date of this Friday at 2 p.m. So I think the decision was done. He was just waiting for his coach to return. I felt personally uh, from I, – I think Indiana's good position. I think Indiana gets him, but that doesn't – don't hang on that. That's not because – Boogie Fland has whispered in my ear. He has not. But we'll get more when we talk to Andrew Barth tomorrow, and I look forward to that, um, giving you guys a, a chance to uh, we'll get in. Before the decision is made, and no decisions yet, but I'm thinking, depending if if the players are going to be players, if the students are going to be lining up early enough, I'm trying to think of possibly doing the show from out at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, all, but I'll have to be inside. I'll have to be able to get in because it's um, the weather is taking a turn. I, also, I'm guessing it could be a good night fr- uh, Friday. They usually bring a few surprises. It was two years ago in Woody's first year when Isaiah Thomas made his return and made that great speech. Uh, boy, you know what that means. That's it, We need to include that, John, in the opening clip, just part of that. Maybe we show can do up, that show next out time we update every him. Every single night. Uh, he, that, was, I, that was a great... Uh, a great talk he gave. And I mean, he may have tried to memorize it, but he, he, you know, he didn't have any cue cards. He was going straight, straight up. Uh, let's get to the Andy Moore Honda hotline. There's a lot of, uh, George Strait was a good one. Um, where did I go? I lost. First of all, I went Jack Graham. Um, I don't know why I didn't see what that said. Bayheim going to ESPN as an analyst. Oh, God. We got to listen to him. Seriously? Is he going to just go on there? Well, I don't know. They, they're they doing this. And they're, he's just the whiniest. I just I think of Jim Bayheim and, and I remember, and this was actually in Louisville when I was with, I think I was working for CBS Sports at that time. But anyway, Walking into the Freedom Hall, you'd walk down this tunnel, and and there's Bayheim. And I remember asking him about uh, a player of his, and he's like, ah. he just kind of rolls his eyes. I'm like, 
Wow, what a dick. Did he pick his nose right after? Because I know he's, he's been caught doing that a few times. Well, have you seen the size of that thing? It's like going into Mammoth Cave, man. <laughs> or Squire Boone Caverns. Um, did they shut down Squire Boone? No, they around. didn't shut down the Squire Boone. They had to do something to Wyandotte Cave down in Indiana. It's no longer called Wyandotte. It's called something else. Is that? I did not know that. I did not know that. Tony, shout out. There you go. Pink Floyd. That's right. You're wearing Pink Floyd today. Philip. Bill Self does equal BS. Uh, That's right. There's so many I, nicknames you can just give to well, a man. When I sent out a tweet the other day about I I, re, I reposted that story that I that I uh, reposted yesterday. I just referred to Bill Self as BS, and there that is probably oh no, it would be a B with a dollar sign. There you go, man. Bam. Just keep bam. Coming. That's I, I, man, that's what I do. That's his. That's that should be his logo. BS with a dollar sign. Um, so, Kevin says crystal ball is flanned in Queen, Indiana. Which crystal ball are you speaking of? Whom? Where? Multiple sites. I know that. Uh, I'm going to pull up the rivals future cast, as they call it. Crystal ball is has not him. what we call it. It rivals. It's called that's somewhere else. We call it the future cast. I'll, I'll let you know what we've got currently for, for both guys here in just a moment. Justin says he's uh, been seeing a few write-ups in the last few days that are saying UK has the edge for Boogie. That's what I'm saying, man. I, I promise you, if you go... I tried to get um, a UK guy on the show, but I've not been able to do that, which makes me wonder a little bit that they're not as confident. Um, I also have thought, okay, would he really do this on the same day as Hoosier Hysteria and kick Indiana in the nuts, you know, a few hours before their big kickoff? And that's what it would be. Let's be honest. It would be a kick right in the, Right in the mommy and daddy button, as he said on a, oh, what was that? Um, One million dollars, that movie. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, real oh, quick, I've man. got two future casts um, predictions for Boogie Flan and Derek Queen, both from Rivals, obviously. Rivals currently has Boogie Flan 100% future cast to uh, to Indiana. That's from four different people affiliated with rivals. And then for Derek queen, you got five different people who have said that Derek Maryland. queen will be going to Maryland. Now, granted, if you look at the difference, like what I'm looking at, a lot of the future casts for Boogie Flan have been within the past two or three weeks. And the ones for Derek queen, the most recent one that's been given was back in almost a month ago. So I was going to say those have been that way for him forever. And they just left him alone. They do get the last visit, which is this weekend, which is always an advantage, but, um, and you heard Rob Cass, who was it that said the, they'll, or maybe it was Andrew told me somebody that they'll, they'll end up trying to throw the bulk of their NIL at him, 
We'll see. If they land Boogie Fland, I'm not sure it's ma- it's going to matter because he he will not be hurting that way. Hey, we've got to take a break. Up next, Jeremy Gray from Indiana. We'll talk about Hoosier Hysteria coming up tomorrow night at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Back with more right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Whether it's at our place or yours, great food and a great time is our guarantee. Wow Food Group is a locally owned and operated restaurant group also offering catering services in Bloomington, Indiana. Our local restaurants provide an array of options that never leave you bored. Just to tempt you with a few mouth-watering options, experience a charcuterie board at Feast, Southern Stone's Fried Chicken, Vegan Tacos at the Allery, or an authentic Italian meal at Cabello. Your next dining endeavor starts by visiting wowfoodgroup.com or download the Wow Club app to earn exclusive dining rewards. Make Feast Market Cellar your next stop. Located next to Southern Stone Restaurant at the corner of Patterson and Rogers, Feast makes everything from scratch every day with all natural ingredients, including locally sourced eggs and meats. The menus are inspired by the seasons, and Feast also has a large and versatile wine selection to go with any meal and a knowledgeable staff to assist. Enjoy an in-house dining experience you won't forget or place an order for takeout. Part of the Wild Food Group, the staff at Feast has a passion for creative food and great service that they are waiting to share with you. Come visit Feast Market Cellar. Whether it's a night out with the family, after work with colleagues, or catching the game with friends, Bubba's 33 is the place for you. Bubba's 33 offers a mouth-watering menu of selections that are all made from scratch every day. The portions are big, but the prices are small. And with over 50 big-screen TVs, you'll never miss the big game. Bubba's 33 is located just west of I-69 off the Lloyd Expressway. Bubba's 33, pizza, burgers, beer. Now available throughout the Bloomington area is a fresh, home-cooked, nutritious meal prep that we cook up. The Fresh Fork takes care of all the planning, shopping, and prepping and can even deliver them to your doorstep once a week. That's right. It's the fastest, simplest, and easiest way to avoid decision fatigue. You pick your plan and pick up at BB's Market with no extra charge. So leave the heavy lifting to us and enjoy healthy eating with stocked meals in your fridge. Order online today at thefreshfork.com. Fresh Fork is a proud partner of Wow Food Group. Country living is just a swing away. It can be hard to find the exact home that fits your family's needs, so there couldn't be a better time to build a new home with Property Shore Construction. Now building exclusively south of Bloomington within the Stonecrest Golf Community. Choose from one of the gorgeous Stonecrest Signature Series house plans. We have several lots available with scenic views of the golf course. Contact Amy Rhoda with Revesco Real Estate for additional information. 812-583-0919 or go to mystonecrestliving.com. That's MyStoneCrestLiving.com for more details. Looking for someone to cater your next corporate event, family reunion, or tailgate? To some, a garnish may be nothing more than just a decoration put last on a plate. But in Bloomington, catering starts with Garnish Catering. Serving all of Bloomington and surrounding areas, Garnish Catering is waiting to help make your next event one to remember. Planning a great event shouldn't have to be stressful. Whether we quote you just for catering or a total event package, you can trust that you're making the right choice with Garnish Catering. Visit GarnishCatering.com. That's GarnishCatering.com. Garnish Catering is a proud partner of Wow Food Group. This segment is brought to you by Metalworks Brewing Company. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle. Presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. 
Hey, welcome back. It is Thursday, October 19th. Cannot thank you enough for being with us here at Indiana Sports Beat Radio. High atop the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios. Joined out by Jeremy Gray, the Senior Athletic Director, Associate Athletic Director for Indiana in charge of communications and virtually everything you see or hear. Uh, in the break, I should have saved that for on air, but I, I mentioned to Jeremy that he's wearing a, a, a good-looking black-based uh, IU shirt. And... I mentioned how on some of the boards, I noticed the people were just some, and these were all, I'm going to call them veteran fans, uh, did not have as much quote unquote uh, love of the black unis, which I thought that they looked good. I like them. I like them for a one-off and comparing them to Purdue is dumb because everybody has that in there. So it has nothing to do with Purdue. Number one, and I, I just like them. Um, and I miss the chrome helmets, but and, <laughs> and you explain that as well why. But it it is to have a helmet that you wear once or twice. You you've got to be Oregon or who gets probably helmets shipped in daily. Uh, I mean, good God, how many hel- different helmets do you think they probably have? I, you know, quite a few. I, and I was a huge fan of the chrome helmets. And, and I was telling you in the break that, I, you know, I oversee, you know, video here. And um, the reveal video of that where Shane Wynn actually passed passed out and fell out of his chair. So <laughs> it was one of my favorite reaction shots we've ever had uh, doing social media here. Uh, I love the chrome helmets. The one issue with, with the helmet, well, there's two. So one is um, helmets with interchangeable decals are kind of the optimal way to switch up your your your, your helmet design for a couple of reasons. One, the cost, and that this might be people saying I use cheap. But the other thing, and maybe more significant, and I don't think the average person knows this, you have to break in a football helmet. I did not know that. I'm telling you, I, yeah. I actually did yeah. not because uh, I, I, I only played in high school, but. Uh, and as a told Jeremy, trust me, when our helmets, they were broke in. These babies did not come out of a box from Adidas. Uh, they came out of a, they came off of a yeah. shelf that, that you had to spray with Lysol. Uh, so it was, but. And I, uh, and I appreciate the fans, uh, you know, uh, loving the red and white or the cream and crimson. And, uh, you know, there, there's my, my feeling about uh, whenever we roll out uh, an alternate uniform is if 60% of the people like it, that's probably a win. And uh, it did seem uh, like there was a bit of a, a divide age wise on it. And, you know, reasonable minds can disagree. I, I put out a tweet that I do think fast and strong people who are about 17 years old tended to like the uniforms and, and maybe as a one-off that was worth it. And other people, other people might might disagree, uh, but the uniforms are you know a thing that people really do care about, and uh, it's you know it's part of the passion for the program. Uh, Rudy the boxer points out Notre Dame did wear alternate black basketball jerseys once, so there you go. They did. They did. Um, and yeah, you know a lot of you know iconic programs in football and basketball have 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 flipped to a, like a one off black. I mean. It, you know, it's just a neutral Boston, color, Boston, people. Boston it's a Celtics neutral wore color. Black, wore black. Yeah, the Boston Celtics wore black. So, uh, you know. And, and uh, let's be honest, it, it sells more merchandise. <laughs> well, then the, then the criticism would be like, well, why, uh, why, why, why didn't the apparel provider have that available? And, you know, maybe next year we'll see. 
Absolutely. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and how about this? How about candy stripe football pants? That would be a look. That'd be a look. I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I just thought of that and I'm like thinking it just, again, that would not be something that'd be a, a one-off. Uh, but man, I wonder what that would look like with the, uh, a, a crimson Jersey. Um, I don't know. It would, it would definitely get a reaction. The, the one thing I will say is that it takes 18 months from design to concept to approval to production of the uniform. So if we were to do candy stripe football pants, you're not going to see it until, here's my math, probably mid-season 2025. Season? Yeah. There you go. So, But that's – now, I, I want credit for that idea if when that you happens. You know what? I'm all about dishing out the credit. You know, I because don't I think that that would be kind of cool. It would definitely be unique. Nobody else. And am I correct? Because I used to, when when I'd watch a, a game on TV, everybody now has the overalls with the candy stripes of different colors. And I'm like, you know, they're kind of ripping Indiana off. Well, you know, last nobody time. told me that Indiana might own the rights to candy stripes. So there, there is a. <laughs> We're, we're, we're deep into purchasing and licensing here. I like it. Uh, uh, actually, last night I was at the IU-Purdue volleyball match, and there were Purdue overalls that were candy striped. I don't think IU owns the candy stripe outright. I do think there's a specific width of candy stripe in our Pantone red and Pantone white that uh, we do have uh, propriety over. It's it's one of the top selling uh, pieces of collegiate apparel in all of college sports, which is the candy stripe pants. For a while, it was the top selling piece of apparel for Adidas. Period uh, in college sports, so uh, extraordinarily uh-huh. popular. Uh, I am, uh, I would say, not, right or wrong, uh, I have been the uh, the biggest proponent of candy stripes as well as the script Indiana. Uh, in the university and the department uh, worked really hard to get those incorporated into the university brand and identity guidelines. And I'm like, whenever we redo a facility, whether it's the baseball bullpen or the place where you wait to get the hot dogs, I'm like, throw the script Indiana up there. I love the script Indiana. So, uh, yep. Uh, it is also a uh, unique. Um, and one last thing before we get into Hoosier hysteria, uh, something that I am in, not in the uh, old howling at the moon camp, Names on the back of basketball jerseys. Boy, you want to you want to start an argument with people? Uh, go there, and I'm like, I don't care because if I hear one person say, "Oh, it's about playing for the name on the front," yada yada yada. When I was in high school, we also had names on our jerseys. The only time it mattered to me was the first time it was handed to me, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's really cool." Never again. When I was wearing that jersey, did I ever think about that my name was on the back there because yeah. I was worried about doing what I was doing, playing. So that is a bad I, a, that's a bad argument. I know people talk about tradition, which is cool, but I will point out Indiana is the last team to win a national championship in basketball that is currently playing without names on the back of the jerseys. <laughs> um, well, a couple of things I think. You know, while you have me here, the uniform process, typically speaking, and this goes from everything to foot from football to basketball, all the way down to what tennis will wear. Adidas proposes ideas. 
and then we either uh, agree to them, agree to them in limited capacity, uh, like there's kind of an approval process. Every once in a long while, uh, we had this, you know, a while back where uh, Adidas uh, had an honoring black culture uniform that we really tried to shove into the Bill Garrett direction. We thought we had kind of a story to tell that way. But typically speaking, it's not IU proposing uniform designs. We're not apparel designers. Right. Uh, I mean, that, it's just not what we do. Um, so usually it, it comes the other way around. Adidas, to this point, has not proposed basketball uniforms with names on the back of the jersey. I would say, and I would be on the willing-to-experiment side of the athletic department, like, you know, um, whether it's, you know, advocating for a DJ at basketball games or listening to the band members and getting them new uniforms to wear at basketball games. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, and we'll get into a little bit of that with uh, Hoosier Hysteria. I don't oversee marketing, but, like, I, I'm a proponent of those things. I just told you I'm chrome helmet guy. I'm alternate jersey guy. I was cool with wearing black. I do think that I would uh, I would be an old fuddy-duddy on names of the back of the jerseys. That feels like it would not get to the 60% people like it threshold. And, yeah. I, uh, I agree with you. And I understand yeah. both I understand both sides of the fight. I'm not yeah. one of those people that says, Oh, you're stupid, you're wrong. I get it. I I I I'm about I like tradition too. I mean, I love Penn State. Guess what they're gonna wear? I'll tell you what they're gonna wear. Yeah, Either for sure. a white helmet or with a stripe. And that's it. There's nothing on it. Same with Michigan. Same with USC. Um, but I, I, some of these things, I, I'm, I'm starting to love the candy stripe football pants idea, man. All right. Uh, well, uh, you know what? I, when, when I'm on a call with Adidas, and the, you know our equipment people are on a call with Adidas, I'll just say, you know, we, I'm, I, people are voting with their feet, and they want the candy stripe football pants. We'll see. We'll see where it leads. I think you'll sell more. You can sell some Capri pants and uh, all kinds of things. There you go. Uh, Gucci Mane performing tomorrow night, of yeah. course. Uh, I, I've got a buddy of mine uh, that I went to went to school with when I, we were at IU. He sent me – He's. Uh, I'm not quite ready, but he's got me uh, all jacked up to listen to some Gucci Mane that I can uh, listen to later. So yeah. uh, I'm going to get into that. Before that – the Hoosier Hysteria festivities begin at 7 o'clock. What time will students start lining up generally for that? Uh, students tend to start lining up in the morning. I mean, they get they get ready to go. Uh, we want to make sure that students are, you know, uh, safe uh, as well. But, uh, you know, one of the great traditions with Hoosier Hysteria here is the student lineup. And, you know, actually, Hoosier Hysteria is a little unique that – very games, it's typically the students who just line up because everybody else has a reserved seat. Hoosier Hysteria, it's students in the general public. Yeah, I was going to say, it's everybody. Let yeah, me tell you, that line is going to be. And uh, it's always exciting to see, you know, like one of the things, you know, uh, with our, our basketball social media that we can always count on come Hoosier Hysteria is we're going to do a tracking shot of the of the lineup. We're going to have. Photos of the women's basketball players handing out donuts, the men's basketball players handing out pizzas to those lining up, and the bum rush to the seats. Uh, you know, in years past, we've done time-lapse videos of that as people have run to their seats. Uh, but it's exciting time. People, 
I mean, you can feel it with the weather. It's like turning into basketball season. It's getting a little gray. The leaves are starting to fall, and people are thinking about Indiana hoops. And this is just a, a great kickoff for it. But they have the students line up for basketball seats too, don't they? Or when they're lining yeah. up there between uh, Simon Scott and and, and uh, uh, Cook uh, Cook uh, Hall, God. there Cook Hall. Cook Hall and Gladstein Fieldhouse where track and field competes. Yeah, they line up there. We uh, uh, Some things we're not getting better at as fast as we'd like, but I think student lineups we're getting a little bit better at. We're, we're, not that we want to corral people, but uh, in the past, line jumping was an issue. Um, you know, people leaving trash everywhere is an issue. So we've got a better system of doing that. I'm sure some people is... disagree, but it's a little less chaotic uh, from, from, the, from the ingress side. Is that a is a first come first serve is because they get in they get better seats? Yes. Are you talking for the games? Yeah. Yeah. So a certain percentage of them uh, have a reserve seat. Certain percentage of them have first come first serve or what we call festival seating type seats. And um, yeah, they they, they want to get there as early as possible to be able to get to. Uh, to as close to the court as possible, which is what you want because the people that are there, they're they're going to be they're, they're the ones dressing costumes and yell at referees and they're jacked. They're jacked. They're ready for the game. Absolutely. Ready for Hoosier hysteria, which comes tomorrow night. Uh, Indiana has a lot to uh, be ha- celebrate uh, with the, a new team coming on board with lots of new faces. Also, the uh, recent commitment of Liam McNeely, which can say his name. Uh, I hope he signed the NLI so. Uh, I can whenever, whenever I talk to IU people, they can say his name because I know you, you can't do that until that happens. But um, and then pending, I can't talk on, about any recruits, but I'll blink three times if I'm happy about recruiting. <laughs> so if you see Jeremy's eyes just stop, never not blinking anymore. There's a, there's a reason for that. Um, another one, a big one coming on Friday announcement, uh, which every. Yeah, I, I I wish I had a nickel for every text message I'm getting, even not just from fans, listeners, but old friends of mine. Oh, hey, my work at buddy at work and this and that. I'm like, yeah. Let, let me tell you, if I even knew for a fact that I'm going to be whispering in your ear, yeah, here's this one's going this way. He's I, I, that's not happening, people. We're saving that, but um, we'll hopefully see how that one goes. But a big Hoosier hysteria is a big, big kickoff for Indiana basketball. Partly it gives fans an opportunity that don't get to see games uh, a chance to get in. That's a big thing for Hoosier hysteria. Uh, it's tradition. You take over. Yeah, no question about it. It's a, uh, well, one, just bring a canned good and you get into the, uh, get into the event. So it's free. Uh, IU basketball the, tickets can be, can be uh, cost prohibitive, and um, this is a chance for die in the wool fans who don't have an opportunity to buy those tickets, especially on the secondary market, let alone afford season tickets to be able to, to, to get in the games. But it's also for the season ticket holders that are just psychotic about Indiana men's and women's basketball now. Like it, it's a, it's truly a dual event, and. Um, you know, this is a real, you know, opportunity. And I also think um, it's an opportunity to, to, I think people use it as a shopping excursion. They come there and they buy the shirt that they're going to start wearing at the games all year. They're going to go autograph hunting. They're going to try to get their floating head poster. Um, it's just a true, 
a kind of a, a, a joyous celebration. You actually see people who come from far away, you know, like I'm, I'm an IU alum from San Diego, but I'm going to be visiting my family in Indianapolis. And uh, I just wanted to make it, you know, I, I made my trip coincide with Hoosier hysteria. So, so you see that type of stuff and uh, the student athletes themselves really get geeked out about it. Um, you guys should put a merchandise stand outside, man. Yeah, I, struck. I, I I don't I don't know. I'm an I'm an idea man, Jeremy. I'm an idea man. I don't know enough about uh, the world on you know digital transactions outside, you know. But I, I don't think it's the worst idea in the world. It's a chance to sell more, shorten the lines once they get inside. More points of sale sounds like a good idea to me, Jim. Especially if they're outside, if it's chilly, if it's cool. Hey, there's a sweatshirt you can buy right there, a hoodie there or go. whatever. Um, I'm not sure if you have a few extra minutes. If not, yeah. we'll let you go. But uh, we've got to take a break uh, on the other side for a second hour. We'll be back a little bit more with Jeremy. We'll talk more about who's hysteria. Chris Denary from the Pacers joins us later as well. We're back with more Indiana Sports Beat Radio right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. In the market for a new or used vehicle? Well, nobody beats the prices and selection of Andy Moore Honda in Bloomington. Right now, get a brand new Honda with no payments for 90 days. That's right, 2023 and 2024 Honda Pilots, HRVs, CRVs, Honda Ridgelines, payment-free for 90 days. Or get 0.9% APR financing for 36 months on a 2023 Honda Ridgeline. Go to AndyMoreHonda.com and get more to your door. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com. Formerly BB's Chop Shop, Market and Table is located on South Walnut in Bloomington and is your one-stop shop for high-quality meats, bakery items, and now fresh seafood. Chop Shop, Market and Table has the largest selection of in-house made products around and everything you need to make a gourmet meal at home. Or pick out a tomahawk steak or a grouper filet and enjoy it cooked to perfection in Chop Shop Steakhouse. Chop Shop, Market and Table, a part of the Wild Food Group, is your butcher, baker, and fish house. No matter where you live. Golf season is in full swing at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, and they have a sweet deal for all returning students, no matter where you go to school. At the Golf Club at Eagle Point, students can play for the rest of 2023 for just $299. That's right, play as many rounds as you like for just $299. That's better than a birdie. But you don't have to be a student to play at Eagle Point. Go online to set your tee time or call 812-824-4040. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Make Feast Market Cellar your next stop. Located next to Southern Stone Restaurant at the corner of Patterson and Rogers, Feast makes everything from scratch every day with all natural ingredients, including locally sourced eggs and meats. The menus are inspired by the seasons, and Feast also has a large and versatile wine selection to go with any meal and a knowledgeable staff to assist. Enjoy an in-house dining experience you won't forget or place an order for takeout. Part of the Wild Food Group, the staff at Feast has a passion for creative food and great service that they are waiting to share with you. 
Come visit Feast Market Cellar. Country living is just a swing away. It can be hard to find the exact home that fits your family's needs, so there couldn't be a better time to build a new home with Property Shore Construction. Now building exclusively south of Bloomington within the Stonecrest Golf Community. Choose from one of the gorgeous Stonecrest Signature Series house plans. We have several lots available with scenic views of the golf course. Contact Amy Rhoda with Rebesco Real Estate for additional information. 812-583-0919 or go to mystonecrestliving.com. That's mystonecrestliving.com for more details. This segment is brought to you by Hank's Pizza Mac. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Welcome back, Indiana Sports Beat Radio here on this Thursday, coming to you from high atop the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios. Jeremy Gray, a senior associate athletics director, kindly joining us uh, here in the second hour. Indiana has Hoosier hysteria festivities. Tomorrow at 7, but it's not all. You've got uh, homecoming this weekend with a football game against Rutgers at noon, uh, a a game in which Indiana could certainly use in the win column. Um, In the break, I just happened to mention because normally this is not something we talk about a a lot, but the Indiana women's soccer program. I remember when Edwin Van Benekom came here. I think it was maybe 2019. um, I did an interview with him and uh, Indiana soccer was in the dumps to be honest. Women's soccer where it was kind of, it was just, you know, a whatever program. Now they're ranked. They are, are they leading the big 10? Where are they in the big 10? They're one point out of first place, but they play the first place team this week. And they've got one point out. Of, think about that people. They yeah. were, where were they when, when Edward came? So they uh, they were the last place team in the league. So it's uh, it's been a remarkable turnaround. And last year uh, they were a, an odd team to follow in that they didn't give up many goals, but they really struggled to score goals. And it's like every break did not go that team's way last year. And right from the jump, this team started putting goals in the back of the net, and they're still really difficult to score on. And they're ranked. They're looking to go to the NCAA tournament. They've got a chance uh, to win a Big Ten championship. It's one of the great turnarounds. And I would have to say, if you look at Indiana women's sports since January 1st of last year, everyone has rightly been on, on, on the train with the women's basketball program in that remarkable season. But then softball that has historically struggled here, won 40-plus games, pushed Tennessee to the brink in the regional Rowing uh, uh, had a had a remarkable run. I'm the sport administrator for swimming and diving, and they just swimming and diving. They were still good, top five, ten in the country. And then now, two programs that have historically struggled: Indiana volleyball, which had a tough one last night, but is playing really well. Their RPI ranking was 17th. And then you've got women's soccer with a chance to win the Big Ten championship. And and I put out a a tweet or an X or whatever you call it these days that there are not many schools that are good at both volleyball and women's basketball in the big 10 and Indiana has got a chance to be one of them. I'd have to say that there are no schools that are good at women's basketball, women's soccer, volleyball, and softball. 
And so it's been quite a quite a run for women's sports at Indiana. Yeah, Steve Baird has done a hell of a job with the volleyball program. They are playing in the toughest conference in the United States, which I had no idea until I started giving a little love to try to try to cover as much as I could. I had no idea that the Big Ten. I I, I was like, it's got to be you know the Pac-12 or. So the places where it's warm, I was just thinking warm for volleyball, even though it's an indoor sport, which that's another sport I used to love to play and played out in sand mostly. But when we would go indoors, buddy, that's like going from a go-kart track to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on how fast and different that game is between sand volleyball and, and indoor volleyball. It is god-awful fast. And I can't imagine playing against players like uh, Indiana and throughout the Big Ten. So congratulations to Edwin Van Benekom, Steve Aird, um, uh, 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 Daggone, and I'm drawing a blank on her name, um, coach of the softball coach. She's always Shonda talking Stanton. about the script. Shonda, Daggone, it. I've, I apologize, Shonda. She's a great, great coach. Uh, great coaches, uh, by the way, along the line, of course, Women's basketball, a shot at the Final Four. What What is the soccer Final Four called in women? Is it College Cup as well? College Cup, yes. So it's College Cup. Um, yeah, a remarkable event. That 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 would be a, a, a miracle run, but I do think Irwin should be Big Ten Coach of the Year at the very least, if not National Coach of the Year. If they, if they win the Big Ten Conference from what it was to what it is now and he doesn't win it, uh, you know, I don't know. Well, we should send some angry emails. That would uh, give you back-to-back national coaches of the year in in, uh, in, a, in a women's sport, which would be amazing. The men's college cup in Louisville this year. And I'm like, damn it, Indiana needs to make it because it's been nearly impossible to get to carry North Carolina over the last couple of years because yeah. it is conflicted with football. Uh, or basketball last year, I think it was when Indiana played Arizona, um, or well, something. It, it 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 had a weird uh, time frame uh, because of the pandemic. So they played they played in two college cups like within four months of each other. It was it was a strange thing. They flipped soccer season. It, it it's too hard to explain here, but I yeah, get it. In, in Indiana men's soccer, you know, got off to a sluggish start and had some frustrating results. And uh, quirky things not going their way, but all of a sudden, temperature drops 15 degrees, and uh, Indiana men's soccer starting to win some matches. And there is no one who wants them on their side of the draw if they make the NCAA tournament. Uh, Hoosier hysteria coming up. One last question. I, I just noticed when I watch football games on Saturday, and I, when, when I'm not covering an IU game, when it's third down. You always hear this, it's third down. I used to, originally, I thought that that was Indiana's PA guy. I have come to realize that, that is that, that's not the PA guy, is it? Is that a recorded bit? Because I hear that everywhere now. Uh, I don't, I don't know if Rob Lauer is the originator of it, but he's definitely the originator of it at Indiana and it is him. Like when we have a third, when it's third down here, that is Rob Lauer. Now, um, 
I wonder if he's uh, selling that around the country. Yeah, maybe, maybe I he hear that. On that. He does a remarkable yeah. job, by the way. I think Rob does a, a, an excellent job doing PA for football. It's always been a delight listening to him. He's made it his own thing. He's got uh, a, you know a, a unique style of doing it. He brings enthusiasm. And, uh, yeah, like the, the third down and the first down uh, are, are two, uh, two kind of iconic calls that are identified with Indiana football. And it sounds like uh, – Others are joining the party. Well, if not, or it could be him because it sounds just like him. Because I, I remember hearing that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What was that? That sounds just like the and guy that I knew. said Because he had to miss a couple of weeks ago. And a guy named Kelly Smith who does a, a really nice job as well. Sub for him. And he, not that I'm the guru of the PA stuff, but he, he, he said, should I do the first down and third down? And I go, absolutely you should. So even the sub did it in uh, – and Rob Stead, the one one game this year. Well, but you know, back in the days of Saturday Night Live, when uh, who was the longtime uh, Don, John Pardo. Don Pardo? Um, every Jesus now and the Saturday Night Live band, exactly. No every now and he'd have to he'd have to miss, and Daryl ha- or uh, damn it, the guy doing it now, Daryl, uh, who used to be a cast member, can't think of his name. But uh, Daryl something or other would fill in for him and just imitate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know you're good. <laughs> uh, enough of that. People want to hear about Hoosier hysteria. What time? And I ask you, what time will the students start to line up? Do you think? Uh, my guess is the students will start lining up. Uh, the students and the fans will start lining up pretty early in the morning. Um, you know, we're we're because I'm I'm thinking about doing. The show out there. I'm like going, you know, if, oh, they're, yeah, out there, yeah. if they're out there lining up, I'm like, I'm going to be out there uh, drinking coffee so, with them. Doing- so there's food. I'll go through a little lineup before it all opens up. 4.30 to 6.30, there's food trucks outside uh, so you can get something to eat. 5.30, you can watch the homecoming parade go by. 6.30, the doors open for the general public. Uh, so people will be sprinting in there. Um, and then uh, seven o'clock, kind of that intramural three-on-three championship game. They they host a candy stripe classic that goes all week of students, so they play while we wait for everything else. Um, and then at uh, seven thirty, we turn the lights off and get the party started. And I, I do want to let people know that I like Gucci Mane. You're gonna like Gucci Mane. I know you're listening to him today, uh, but Gucci Mane is not for everybody, and definitely not for every age group. There will be a good 20 minutes or so in between the Hoosier Hysteria festivities and when the concert starts. So any family who doesn't want to be exposed to it or anybody just doesn't like Gucci Mane's music has a chance to leave. And uh, But I, I do think the students, especially the student-athletes, are going to love that component of it. But we're not going to be uh, like maybe some other schools have gotten a little bit of trouble exposing their fans to, to content they don't want to see. And so... If you if you don't want to see Gucci Mane, you got ample time to to get out of your seats and and leave, and we we'll give you give you a fair warning. Uh, yeah, I, um, I had someone ask uh, yesterday. Uh, yesterday, uh, will oh will it add to the crowd? I'm like, well, I don't. I said it might add to the younger crowd. I said, but it will also add to the exodus of the quote unquote veteran crowd. So it, it's a swap off which it doesn't matter. I, I said this, I, what, and I also said is this day is for the students, the student athletes, the recruits, 
I said, you get 20 games of the IU pep band playing your old, your old fashioned song. So, um, you, you can deal with some Gucci Mane for a day, man. I, again, I'm like open. I'm like, freak, wear the black uniforms and have Gucci Mane. I don't care. Uh, I, just I, have I want, fun. I want, I want fans from age six to 96. Let's go. Hey, you never know. Not be uh, what is exciting for you for this year for, for Hoosier Hysteria? Every year it's, uh, there's always some some uh, surprises. Uh, one thing I have not asked anyone, and I, I guess this is not something you could probably say if it was, but I think it's going to be a good night for Indiana. Yeah, I I do think um, both programs have pretty substantial recruiting momentum. I think the perception of both programs, uh, both of our fan base as well as uh, potential recruits. I think Indiana is becoming a cool place to be. And that is a hard thing to get. And I think, I think Indiana basketball, both on the men's and women's side, has it. Um, the one thing about IU, if you're, the, if you're the 11th guy on the team, you're still famous walking around campus here. That is not true at 99% of college basketball programs. And one thing that's been especially heartening for me as somebody who used to call the women's basketball games back in the day is Mackenzie Holmes gets stopped on her way to class every single day. We've got, we've got stars here and uh, it's a, it's a night for the stars to shine. And yeah, I think it's a, it's a marquee recruiting event and, and both programs have been uh, reeling in some good news of late. Absolutely. Uh, again, uh, Indiana lands Liam McNeely's commitment last week, and they're waiting for others to fall. And they're in line potentially, if things go right, they could have the number one recruiting class in the country. And uh, that's something that has not happened in the modern rankings age. But uh, it's just been a positive progression for Indiana. Of course, uh, they the fans will tell you, and I'll I'll say it um they have to go further in the NCAA tournament this year it goes with that same for the women they oh my god the, the I, I that would oh if I was on that team I would still be so damn well, mad it would just well, drive me insane an important thing about Indiana is that it matters and so uh you probably noticed this working with me I've never once sent you a message when you've been critical of one of our teams Ever. Not one nope. time. And it's nope. because there's a burden of expectation when you play at a school like Indiana. And that comes with the territory. And I know that Mike Woodson, as well as the players, want to go further in the NCAA tournament. And I think a great sign of health for the women's basketball program is they're no longer this cute story. People are questioning, you know, uh, why don't we come off that ball screen better? Uh, how can you not double team in this situation? <laughs> it's like we got real fans. Like, Fans that are happy when you win and mad when you lose, thats that that means the program has arrived, you know? Uh, well, uh, part of it, I think, is because they remind you of some of the men's teams, of not comparing men and women, but I'm just saying the teams themselves are kind of like the old-time men's teams, just gritty, grimy, fighting, McKenzie down low, where it's the guards banging. Everybody yeah. can shoot. Everybody can shoot on that damn team. Every one of them. It's like, gee, win. I think, you know, I'm not giving a preview of men's basketball, but 
they're going to shoot shoot better than recent versions of the team. So I, I'm excited to see that. I, I think everybody is, and I'm going to say for three a lot on the on the mic this year. Yeah. And if you don't know, Jeremy is also the uh, PA announcer, taking over for longtime legend Chuck Crab. Uh, has it just been one year now, or a year and a half? I guess I should say. Like so are point, you in your third season? 1.2 years. I've, I've, I've been doing it for 1.2 years. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, how much fun is that for you? Jeremy's a former television sports anchor like myself, by the way. So I, it was uh, it, it was a lot of fun. You know, like I actually had no intention of pursuing it. It was just at the end of that year. Um, and I was available and could do it. Um, and really, you know, uh, some players came up to me and then my kids actually came up to me and they said, I'd like you to do it. And I'm like, well, you know, I'll be interested in doing it. And so it, it, it worked out that yeah, way. Who was? It, it was pretty fun to have two teams win. I don't know, 96% of our home games last year between the two teams. So it, it, it was a great deal of fun. And I mean, like if you can't be amped up when Jalen hood, Shafino carves past Zach Eady and knocks down a layup at the end of the game, if you can't get amped up for, for a moment like that, then, you know, you got to get your blood pressure checked. I, when I was in high school, I think I was a sophomore. I started, actually, it's when I started my communications career. Uh, we had a radio station at school, but I got to do the PA for our high school basketball because the guy couldn't do it for whatever. I had a blast. It was the only thing that I loved more than that is doing, maybe doing play by play, but it was so fun. So if you ever need a fill-in, man, you know where to look. I you know it, a blast you're, and fun. You're going to be at the games anyway. I'm there. <laughs> I'm, put me in, coach. Put me in. Well, uh, we'll know what happened if there's like banana peels on the stairs as I walk down. <laughs> see, see if you, you know I can get injured before a game. But how much? There's not a lot of prep. The one thing you do that cracks me up is when you announce the opposing teams, it is starting at center, Zach Eady, number four, Zach Eady, starting at a forward, Mason Gillis, uh, coach of the Purdue Boilermakers in his 24th season, Matt Painter. And now for your Indiana, I mean, you go down, baby. You you take her as down as far as you can go. (laughs) You know, you try to you try to make it your own a little bit, and you know, no one's for all taste. But um, I don't think you can go ten out of ten WWE with Indiana basketball. I just don't think that that is the place and the environment for it. But uh, the place to get as close to it as possible is the starting lineups. And um, so definitely turn it up a little bit on the starting lineups and then basically call it the same both ways, just at half the volume when the other team does it compared to when Indiana does it. So that's my philosophy on it. And I don't know if it works, but uh, uh, we won most of our games. So it didn't hurt the team. I think people enjoy it. We've got to go to a break. Before we do, Chris Denary uh, is about to join us. He's another one of the greats who does it quite well for he the uh, I Indiana talk Pacers. In my, I talk about Chris in my broadcasting class. On a, uh, So I teach a sports broadcasting class, and there's you know a lecture on preparation. And there is nobody who's better prepared, who's got a better method of preparation than Chris Denary. And uh, that preparation – I showed a picture of, of your call boards or your binder. And then 
show how you drop in fairly not obscure but interesting nuggets yeah. into your broadcast. So you you and Vince Scully are my preparation <laughs> people. Chris, well, I appreciate. Hopefully, you take it as flattering. I appreciate that, Jeremy. And no, I, I truly enjoy what you're doing now and what you've done. Uh, you know, I I had that sort of versatile career many years ago when I was a butler and uh, wearing, you know, many different hats and you do a great job down at IU. And no, I love, I love the way you guys set the table at uh, Simon Scott assembly hall, getting the, getting everybody ramped up and ready to go. So uh, congrats to you and all you've done down there as well. Well, I appreciate it. And I'm excited for the Pacers season. I I really am. I mean, I'm heading down to speak to a uh, sponsor group here in a little bit. Uh, but everywhere we go, people are excited. And, you know, it, you know, this is the great time of year, right? Because you haven't played a game. And uh, but but I do think uh, with Tyrese Halliburton and the young guys they have and getting Bruce Brown and Obi Toppin, there's a real hunger. Uh, Benedict Matherin said this yesterday. He goes, I want to get the Pacers back to where they're supposed to be. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to the year. No question. I went to the fan jam last week and. Uh... I was expecting an NBA All-Star game, flipping it off the backboard. That was uh, – <laughs> It was intense. They, they were out and they've got 12 guys who can play, so I'm really excited to watch it. Well, we appreciate it, and hopefully uh, one of my spare nights I'll get down to Bloomington to watch the Hoosiers play. You got it, Chris. Thank you, Jim, for having me. Thank you. Jeremy Gray, thank you, brother. I appreciate you very much. Jeremy Gray, Indiana Senior Associate Athletics Director in Charge of Communication. Uh, and he's the man on the mic for basketball games. Of course, obviously, we've got Chris Tenary coming up next here on Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Whether it's at our place or yours, great food and a great time is our guarantee. Wow Food Group is a locally owned and operated restaurant group also offering catering services in Bloomington, Indiana. Our local restaurants provide an array of options that never leave you bored. Just to tempt you with a few mouth-watering options, experience a charcuterie board at Feast, Southern Stone's Fried Chicken, Vegan Tacos at the Allery, or an authentic Italian meal at Cabello. Your next dining endeavor starts by visiting wowfoodgroup.com or download the Wow Club app to earn exclusive dining rewards. Now available throughout the Bloomington area is a fresh, home-cooked, nutritious meal prep that we cook up. The Fresh Fork takes care of all the planning, shopping, and prepping and can even deliver them to your doorstep once a week. That's right. It's the fastest, simplest, and easiest way to avoid decision fatigue. You pick your plan and pick up at BB's Market with no extra charge. So leave the heavy lifting to us and enjoy healthy eating with stocked meals in your fridge. Order online today at thefreshfork.com. Fresh Fork is a proud partner of Wow Food Group. Metalworks Brewing Company, located just off the square in Bloomington near Cabello Restaurant, is locally owned and operated. Launched from a previous staple of Bloomington, the Function Brewery, Metalworks is the culmination of a passion for craft beer, food, custom metal art. Check out their custom Metalworks growlers. Metalworks Brewing Company has your favorite beers and the foods to go with them in a relaxing, comfortable environment. Or you can find Metalworks beer at all the Wild Food Group restaurants. Come taste what Dr. Hops has brewing. Metalworks Brewing Company. Bring your passion and your thirst. 
Southern Stone Restaurant, located at the corner of Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington, offers a variety of freshly made fare, tying their roots in limestone with their love of Southern eateries. With quality, local, and organic food as their main focus, Southern Stone strives to always provide their guests with an exceptional dining experience. With weekly specials, quick, attentive service, Southern Stone Restaurant provides delicious, five-star comfort food with a Southern charm at two-star prices. Southern Stone Restaurant is part of Endeavor Hospitality's Wild Club. Make Feast Market Cellar your next stop. Located next to Southern Stone Restaurant at the corner of Patterson Rogers, Feast makes everything from scratch every day with all natural ingredients, including locally sourced eggs and meats. The menus are inspired by the seasons, and Feast also has a large and versatile wine selection to go with any meal and a knowledgeable staff to assist. Enjoy an in-house dining experience you won't forget or place an order for takeout. Part of the Wild Food Group, the staff at Feast has a passion for creative food and great service that they are waiting to share with you. Come visit Feast Market Cellar. Formerly BB's Chop Shop Market and Table is located on South Walnut in Bloomington and is your one-stop shop for high-quality meats, bakery items, and now fresh seafood. Chop Shop Market and Table has the largest selection of in-house made products around and everything you need to make a gourmet meal at home. Or pick out a tomahawk steak or a grouper filet and enjoy it cooked to perfection in Chop Shop Steakhouse. Chop Shop Market and Table, a part of the Wild Food Group, is your butcher, baker, and fish house. No matter where you live. This segment is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Welcome back, Indiana Sports Beat Radio here on this Thursday. It is October 19th, and the great Chris Denary joins us, the voice of the Indiana Pacers, the golden voice of the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Wyatt is super excited for Gucci Mane, who is going to be at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Um, Chris, are you going to be making it down for for the concert? I I don't think I'll be going down for that concert. <laughs> I mean, I, I I do know Gucci Mane, but uh, I'm I'm you more... I, now you actually knew who Gucci Mane was. Yeah, well, I more... see that makes perfect sense because yeah. you're around the players who probably uh, listen to Gucci Mane. Yeah, but you know, here's here's an interesting one. I, I can't wait to have this uh, discussion with Bruce Brown. Um, we do a show every Saturday morning, an hour uh, called Pacers Weekly on. 107.5 The Fan, 93.5 The Fan. And it's just, you know, a, an hour of Pacers talk. And I do an interview every week with a player. And I can't wait to talk to Bruce Brown because, like me, he is a huge country music fan. Uh, he loves Luke Combs, Kane Brown. So I can't wait to have this discussion with him because, you know, I, I was a big Hootie and the Blowfish fan. And when Darius Rucker went country, I sort of followed uh, that way. And I, I always tell my, I tell people I'm a bro, I'm a new country uh, type person. Uh, Darius, I, Luke Combs, Kane Brown, Luke Bryan, Old Dominion, Mitchell Tenpenny. I could go on and on and on. So See, that's funny I, because I'm the opposite. I am, I'm more of a Merle Haggard, uh, Way, uh, Waylon yeah, Jennings. Yeah, you're stepping back in time, right? And, Although yeah. I love Chris Stapleton. I'm a big yeah, Chris well, I, Stapleton no, I like guy. Chris Stapleton a lot. I like Chris Stapleton a lot. And so I sort of, and I, I, one of those, it goes back to my college roots, uh, and I still am. I was a big 
Earth, Wind, and Fire, Commodores, uh, Cool and the Gang, um, you know, Sugar Boy, Hill Gang. You, you yeah, back Sugar, here. yeah, Sugar Hill Gang. So you had the Nelly, bell bottoms, you're dancing. Yeah, Nelly does a lot of country now. I mean, he's Nelly. What? Has, Nelly has partnered with Florida Georgia Line, all that kind of stuff. So, no, um, see, they're, see, I don't consider them country. Uh, that's yeah, that. That's that. That's that, uh, real country. Bubble pop, whatever. Bubble pop they country. Call that's it. my country. So, uh, well, you know, yeah, Taylor Swift. You know, she used to be country. She has her own genre, right? I think it's well, just now. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just whatever she wants to do, she's going to do it well. Right. That I mean, is is that I'm 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 glad you have to be glad she's not dating a basketball player currently. Yeah, we'd have a lot of eyeballs though. But if she was dating a pacer, yeah, that's right, buddy. Let me tell you, um, drawing the eyes that would that is no question that they're doing that. Yeah, uh, the Pacers are have tipped off the uh, preseason. Yeah, and uh, preseason like most things not indicative of the, the upcoming season, but it starts to give you a look, especially basketball different than football. Football, man, you're going to get a quarter of the guys you're going to see, and basketball is not. Those guys, they're, they're out there playing games. Yeah, I watched a game last night. It was tremendous on NBA TV. It was Golden State, Sacramento at Chase Center in San Francisco. Uh, I think it was sold out, and the, the game went down to the wire, and Steph Curry hit a three to win the game. I mean, all the all the starters were on the floor at the end. The Pacers, uh, Tyrese Halliburton did not play in either of the first two games, but he did play on Monday. Uh, he'll play tomorrow night. Uh, and, and this is a time where it's one final preseason game. You've got Cleveland in the building tomorrow night. And you're trying to work on rotations. I don't think you solidify things. I think there are a lot of moving parts as the season uh, goes on and on. But yeah, I just see uh, yeah, uh, Trace Jackson Davis played really well last night. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I, I think this is a good group uh, offensively. I think they'll uh, match what they did last year. And I think the real challenge for this group is they've got to be a little bit better defensively. They don't have to be great defensively, but they have to be better. Uh, last year, they were 10th in the NBA in scoring. Uh, they were 28th in defense. Uh, I, I think if they can be around 20 uh, and maintain, you know, being in the top 10 in, in scoring, Jim, that's going to be probably worth five to eight games. And that has a chance to put you right around 500 or over 500, either a play in or a playoff team. I mean, that's the goal for this group. Uh, they still want to build the front office doesn't really want to skip steps, but I think, Last year, they skipped a little bit ahead of where maybe people thought they would be. Uh, they won 25 games two years ago. No question. A lot, of, a lot of people picked them to win like 23 or 24 games last year. Well, they end up winning like they won 40. They were 35, 35 and 47. So, um, you know, I a lot they, of people were saying, hey, 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 easy, easy, slow down, slow down. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, what really happened was at the halfway point of the season, they were 23 and 18. Um, and then Tyrese Halliburton got hurt in New York and it really changed the tenor of the season. Um, the other piece is when Miles Turner and Tyrese were on the floor when they played, they were 26 and 22. They were over 500. And so you can see what the record was when they didn't have those two people. So I just think it's a much deeper roster. 
Uh, you know, I, I, I've said from one to 15, it's the most talented roster that I've seen. It may not be the best roster at the top end, but I think there's a lot of depth. There's been a lot of competition in preseason, not just in the games, but in the practices uh, before Monday's game against Atlanta. Uh, that's one of the things Rick Carlisle has said. We've had very competitive practices. So, uh, you know, it all starts for real next Wednesday. Uh, Washington in town opening night presented by Kroger. Um, and and really, really anxious to get the season started. How important is it for you and and uh, n- not so much uh, your sidekick? He's just a, uh, you know, I mean, you're both, I don't want to use the word old veterans, but you're both solid veterans, but after being off all year, after doing all the gardening, <laughs> how important are, are these preseason games for, for you guys? It's really important. Uh, we were very fortunate, too, uh, that we did the first two road games on League Pass. They weren't on Bally Sports, but they were available that people could watch. And basically, we were calling the game off the other team's broadcast in Memphis and Houston. And then we did Monday night's game and we'll do tomorrow night's game as well. Absolutely. Uh, To me, it's no different than being a player. Uh, You know, it's getting back into the rhythm of the game, uh, how, how the game flows, uh, how do you prepare all those kinds of things. Um, After having not done a game in, in roughly six months, I did a couple of fever games where I was the analyst with Pat Boylan, but I wasn't the play by play person. I can tell you that I was I was tired. Uh, there's no question. You know, it's a two and a half hour game, um, and, and so it's it's just like anything else. Um, you, you know, you sort of build toward it. Uh, we start the season, you know, with a lot of games in the month of November. Um, so yeah, very very important. I'm 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 glad that we don't, from a broadcast standpoint, just don't step into that first game next Wednesday. I'll have had four. A broadcast under my belt before the regular season starts, which I know that uh, you would handle it with a plum. Um, but so now, and the the traveling begins, comes back. Uh, when is your first trip coming up? Uh, we leave uh, just a, a single road uh, game next week. So we open on Wednesday at home against Washington, um, and then don't play again until Saturday against Cleveland. Uh, so we'll fly on Friday, but that's just a short trip. And then the second trip is, uh, I think we leave on Halloween and we fly to Boston to play the Celtics. And that's just a one game trip. Uh, really, the the schedule is pretty light from a travel standpoint uh, in, in the beginning of the year. I think 11 of the first 17 games are at home and there's really not many multiple game road trips. So uh, that will that will be in play later in November into December. Uh, I do think we have about a, a couple of uh, nine to 10 day road trips at some point sprinkled throughout the season. The one thing I noticed about the NBA schedule this year is that really you have a lot of homestands and road trips. Once you get started, you have four or five game homestands, three or four game road trips. And to be honest, I'd really rather have it like that than bouncing back and forth home game, road game, home game, road game. Because then it seems like, you know, from a road, from a travel standpoint, you're just constantly driving to the airport and then, you know, driving home in the middle of the night uh, when you get back. So I'd much rather. No, I don't I don't particularly am not fond of those 13 day road trips, but I don't mind, you know, a five to seven day road trip that encompasses three or four games. 
Why doesn't the NBA play more or any back-to-back games with teams? You, you go to Golden State, you play them twice. Yeah, they're doing more of that. Now, you, you can't really do that. When you're only going to play a Western Conference team once, once okay. at home, once on the road. But So you, so you get a West Coast swing, but what but about, we, you know, divisional? But when we, go to LA, when we go to L.A., we are playing the Clippers on a Sunday and the Lakers on a Monday. So really, even though that's a back-to-back, it's not a yeah, same game. thing. It's good enough. Um, uh, early in the year in uh, November, uh, playing Philadelphia in back-to-back games in Philly. Um, so I think we have that on maybe three or four occasions this year where we're in the same city for back-to-back games, and there's a team that comes here. Boston is here. Their two visits to Indianapolis are in back-to-back games. So the NBA started to do that uh, you know, during those COVID years, and I think the response was pretty favorable. And so I, w- while they're not doing it all the time, I think teams maybe have three or four of those on their schedule. I think the one thing that could potentially hurt from a marketing standpoint is that, you know, if, you know, if you're, if you're a season ticket holder on a Friday, you go to the game and you see Boston, would you rather on Sunday go see Philadelphia or see Boston again? So, yeah, but that's like, you look at baseball, man, they got, three and sometimes four game home yeah. sta- or yeah. stands against the same team. So yeah. um, it's a different game every night, especially yeah. at the pro level. It's a different game. It doesn't matter if they're in the same Jersey. Yeah. Uh, and I think, done, I think they're looking at that. And I think that's why they've added it. Jim is that, that it helps cut down on the air miles and the travel. Exactly. So, it's a waste of money. Well, and, and that way, that way you, you, you go into a city, you know, for instance, let's say you play on a Sunday and a Tuesday, we're going to fly in on a Saturday. And that means you're, you, you're in the same hotel room Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, that's three days instead of flying in on Saturday night and then checking out of the hotel on Sunday. So it does make a lot of sense. And, and I think as, as, as they do it more, you'll probably see more of that. And that's got to be better for the players because obviously traveling a little harder on the body can't does not get the same amount of rest. There's no way as if you're in the same place where you don't have to travel. You can go back. You can chill out. You can relax. You don't have to worry about that, whether it's the mental stress, the physical stress. It's just got to be better on, on, on the body, which may end up producing a better product. Yeah, no question. And and I think what people don't understand, even though you're 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 on a charter flight and you're staying in nice hotels, your body still takes adjustment time when you're constantly getting in to your city or another city between one and three in the morning. And, and especially happens, changing time zones. And that happens all the time in the NBA. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, you're going up to your hotel room and it's two thirty or two forty or two forty five in the morning. And sometimes that's in a back-to-back situation, and then there's a game that night. And so the players have to get their rest. And then from a broadcast standpoint, you've got to get up at a, at a decent time so that you can begin your preparation for that night's game. So, But, you know, I'll never complain about it. It's what I've signed up for. Love it. But, but I do think the NBA has worked through those models uh, you know, to cut down on travel time and, and those types of things. So as you said, Jim, to make the product better. 
My only concern is Chris Denary. I want to make sure he's fresh and ready to go, baby, at all hey, times. A lot of coffee. I, I'm very fortunate. I can drink coffee at night and still go oh. to sleep. I can drink coffee at any time during the day. And fortunately, that caffeine, while it, while it keeps me up while I'm working, if I need to go to bed, I can go to bed and it doesn't affect me. So I'm I, I have a cutoff that's usually by 3 p.m. Uh, no caffeine, no salt. I don't care if it's Mountain Dew or coffee. It doesn't matter. No caffeine. I'm ADHD. I, I don't need any help being jacked. So I'm like, yep, nope, eliminate that. Uh, one or two cups of coffee in the morning, and that's it for me, baby. I, I wish I could. I've known people like that. Just being able to go to sleep at will. Uh, my daughter can do that. Uh, and I'm like, I look at people like that. I'm like, how do you do that? It's, it's a process for me to go to sleep. It's like, a, <laughs> I got to call in some people. I got to, I got to sign some forms. Uh, it's nuts. What's up yeah, next I'm, for you, brother? On my go way ahead. down, on my way downtown. Uh, again, we've got some meetings. I've got some meetings with sponsors, uh, tomorrow night, final preseason game, seven oh. o'clock against Cleveland. Uh, next Wednesday, the home opener against Washington. We've got a special hour pregame show at 6. We'll be on the air at 7. And then when I talk to you next Thursday, we'll be talking about an actual regular season game that was played. Uh, so uh, I'm getting ready to start my 18th year as the TV voice to the Pacers. So looking forward to it. Baby, we've got two more till the big cake comes in. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. Just a reminder, we need. I need to get. Uh, we're we're going to be celebrating our fifteen hundredth show uh, probably next week. Uh, uh, hopefully next week. It's not that it's not. It's it's already happened. Uh, we're going to celebrate it. I don't even know exactly when it happened. To be honest with you, I I, I, I missed the thousand. We flew by that, and I'm like, uh, I better start doing this. We've. <laughs> We've surpassed 2 million views on YouTube after being on there for two years. So we're extraordinarily happy uh, for 50 states and the D.C. Uh, 40, I forget, eight or nine countries and on five continents. So we're stoked. And but it's thanks to uh, great people like you, my friend. Uh, and thank you very much. But the one thing I did not ask is you had a, a meeting last night that was pretty cool, I thought, yeah. uh, or a dinner and all of that with all of the volunteers and ushers that were yeah. for these games. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, the, the Pacers do a great job in, in how they work with their employees, whether you're a full-time or a part-time. But there were probably about 600 people having dinner on the floor of Gamebridge Fieldhouse last night. Um, I did a Q&A with, with uh, Chad Buchanan, our GM. We talked about the season. Uh, Todd Taylor, who oversees the business. Uh, Mel Raines, who runs the building. Uh, they had a fashion show. They showed uh, the, 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 our part-time employees, uh, you know, uh, what's happening in the team store. Uh, just a wonderful opportunity. All of these people, Jim, I see them on a nightly basis during the year. And, and they are like family. I mean, the uh, Judy, the same woman, it stands behind me as the usher. She's done it for years. And, and to be able to work with all these people, uh, you know, each and every night is special. And so it was, it was really enjoyable to enjoy a night with them last night. And again, uh, kudos to Pacer Sports and Entertainment for how they treat everybody. Uh, it was a great night. Well, great to have you on, man. And uh, look forward to it next week. Good luck to the Pacers as they start. 
the 2023-24 season. And Kristen Aries, 18th behind the mic for the Pacers. All right, Jim, I'll see you next week. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you greatly. Kristen Airy joining us. We're back with more Indiana Sports Beat Radio right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. In the market for a new or used vehicle? Well, nobody beats the prices and selection of Andy Moore Honda in Bloomington. Right now, get a brand new Honda with no payments for 90 days. That's right, 2023 and 2024 Honda Pilots, HRVs, CRVs, Honda Ridgelines, payment-free for 90 days. Or get 0.9% APR financing for 36 months on a 2023 Honda Ridgeline. Go to AndyMoreHonda.com and get more to your door. Formerly BB's Chop Shop Market and Table is located on South Walnut in Bloomington and is your one-stop shop for high-quality meats, bakery items, and now fresh seafood. Chop Shop Market and Table has the largest selection of in-house made products around and everything you need to make a gourmet meal at home. Or pick out a tomahawk steak or a grouper filet and enjoy it cooked to perfection in Chop Shop Steakhouse. Chop Shop Market and Table, a part of the Wild Food Group, is your butcher, baker, and fish house no matter where you live. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com. Southern Stone Restaurant, located at the corner of Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington, offers a variety of freshly made fare, tying their roots in limestone with their love of Southern eateries. With quality, local, and organic food as their main focus, Southern Stone strives to always provide their guests with an exceptional dining experience. With weekly specials, quick, attentive service, Southern Stone Restaurant provides delicious five-star comfort food with a Southern charm at two-star prices. Southern Stone Restaurant is part of Endeavor Hospitality's Wild Club. Metalworks Brewing Company, located just off the square in Bloomington near Cabello Restaurant, is locally owned and operated. Launched from a previous staple of Bloomington, the Function Brewery, Metalworks is the culmination of a passion for craft beer, food, custom metal art. Check out their custom Metalworks growlers. Metalworks Brewing Company has your favorite beers and the foods to go with them in a relaxing, comfortable environment. Or you can find Metalworks beer at all the Wild Food Group restaurants. Come taste what Dr. Hops has brewing. Metalworks Brewing Company. Bring your passion and your thirst. Golf season is in full swing at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, and they have a sweet deal for all returning students, no matter where you go to school. At the Golf Club at Eagle Point, students can play for the rest of 2023 for just $299. That's right, play as many rounds as you like for just $299. That's better than a birdie. But you don't have to be a student to play at Eagle Point. Go online to set your tee time or call 812-824-4040. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. This segment is brought to you by the Rusty Gator. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Wow Food Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. You're to the Intercontinental. 
Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship out with the Macho Man Randy Savage and escape with your life. And still lose. Oh, yeah, the Macho Man Randy Savage. He was hilarious, man. Um, no reason to have that up. I'm just, uh, I just think he's funny as hell. There are just some videos I can watch all the time and just laugh, and he's one of them. Uh, what an, a, a, a hilarious entertainer. And those guys were entertainers. Um, and to me, he was the greatest uh, when they were out there doing that stuff. You had Ric Flair, who had his deal, which we, he was pretty good and had some great, great lines. But the character that Randy Savage he would be down. It was, was BLLP here. He's kind of like the James Brown of wrestling. James Brown of wrestling. Um, so, man, great fun today. Lots to uh, talk about. Of course, Hoosier Hysteria tomorrow at 7 p.m. Boogie Flan commitment coming at 2 p.m. And I have been just inundated with text messages, uh, Facebook messages, and it cracks me up how people who never message you, not talking about listeners, I'm talking about like people that I know or something, hey, hey, is this, what's the inside word? What what do you think? And I'm gonna hold that in, and then I'm like, yeah, here, well, here's the here's the here's the inside word. Just don't tell anybody. I, first of all, I don't have the inside inside word from Boogie. Uh, we get as close as we can get tomorrow. Andrew Barth on the show with us, who has crystal balled Boogie Flan to IU. That comes in the second hour. Make sure you're around for that. Uh, Bob Kravitz. As well, Zach Osterman. Uh, we'll see if we can get. I don't know if we'll have. You know what? We're probably not going to have time for our friends from Purdue tomorrow this week. I'm sure uh, we'll, we'll get back to them next week. But um, Andrew Barth has already crystal balled Boogie. He was one of the first. It made uh, more, it got some attention when he did it. He's in New York. And so we'll talk to uh, Andrew. And we'll tell you what we can tell you. But I can tell you one thing. I, I don't think that he's going to tell you that this is a done deal. Because I don't know anybody that knows that unless they're actually inside of Boogie's camp. That's not something that the IU coaches are going to release to anybody. They're not going to betray that trust in him having his moment and not having that absolute for sure decision leak I kept seeing notice uh, mentions on the Hoosier.com premium basketball board. Oh, it, something's going to leak for No, it's not. Where, where's it going to leak from? Where's it going to leak from? How many people do you think he's telling his final decision? 
I can tell you his his, co- his coach knows. His family knows. I don't know if John Calipari and Mike Woodson know yet. Um, because of the fear of something leaking, not via through those guys exactly, but there's no reason um, unless I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just, I don't, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, Liam McNeely, I was convicted enough. I said, eh, put it in the bank, right? Put that one in the bank. I feel good for Indiana right now where they are. I, I do know that Mike Woodson has done everything he can do to make this commitment stick or get this land, this commitment. I do know that Indiana is, they're not going to lose out on him because of NIL. They're going to be right. They're going, you know, I'm sure what they presented was um, more than acceptable. It's just going to come down to where Boogie sees the best opportunity for getting himself to the next level. I, I would think that that would have to be through Mike Woodson. I know that John Calipari likes to use this list of his, but except for one, all of those guys were already projected into the NBA. That's why Archie Miller gets zero credit for Romeo Lankford. A, he only landed in Indiana because Louisville's mess, and it was the closest school. He was only going to be in school for a year. That way his parents could go to every game, and it was an Adidas situation and he was already an adidas guy worked out but speaking of romeo he's looking for a job right now released by the utah jazz so i would say look for him coming to a european team near you sometime soon trace jackson davis however have you seen at a double double last night and that is that's huge for Trace Jackson Davis. If he can do that, and that's not something that you can expect every night, but if that's something that he can accomplish in that league, buddy, he he's going to get a second year or second contract. And that is that's where they make their money. You know, Romeo's was in the league for uh, what how long? Four years? Maybe long enough to hit the pension. I'm not sure. He's not hurting. I can tell you that. You know, he's got his, he's got a couple million. Um, probably got five, six million made. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I could live on that. So, um, haven't talked much about football. We'll have to do that tomorrow. Indiana taking on Rutgers this weekend, and and what is every game for Indiana is a must-win game. Let's be honest with you; they're they're they've won two games. Let me let me stop you right there, real quick, though. Every with the game, exception of Penn State, and well, and Wisconsin, because if you want to get to that magic number of six, then you got to be Rutgers, Illinois, Michigan State, and Purdue. I used to have Wisconsin okay. in that category of winnable games, but right now I'm not doing that. 
If Indiana oh, can said, show that they'll improve, then maybe I'll change I my mind. I called them must but, win, not winnable. I called them must win games. Well, well must win if, is, is if the goal is six. And if your goal is six and you win seven, then one of them isn't a must win game. But You know what happens if Indiana wins six games, right? Then Tom Allen's contract gets extended by a year, yes. Bingo. Is it just one year? It's, just, it's a year for every for every year he gets to the postseason, correct. Well, then that would mean into the 25 through the 25 season because he's already contracted through the 24 season. Yep. So if they made a bowl game this year, it would contract him through the following season as well. Well, that's – I know people and complain I about that, but that in, was, getting to the, in getting to a bowl game, which you want to have happen to keep your coach – like I know people will bitch about the buyout and stuff, but like if he gets to a bowl if, game, then that means things are improving. If, yeah, if you're going in that direction, I, and, I, I, and and I hope that they do. I hope Tom is able to get this turned around. I really do. But I'll be honest with you. Uh, we'll see. Hey, man, I cannot thank everybody enough on the program today. Of course, uh, Matt Taylor will be with us next or tomorrow, actually. Uh, he was not able to make it today. But big thanks to Jeremy Gray from uh, Indiana Athletics. Great conversations about a myriad of things, uh, uniforms and all of that stuff. It was great. I enjoyed it. Chris Denary, of course, as well. And you, you guys, you always make it fair. Um, and Andy pointing out if uh, Chris Beard doesn't get arrested, Liam recruitment could have been a different way. Yeah, but I think it still would have ended up the same way. But tomorrow is going to be, uh, we're going to ride the boogie board tomorrow, baby. Go to thehoosier.com. And uh, our new writer joining there, Tyler Smith. You can uh, join him on some conversations as well. But we're back tomorrow to do this again. Cannot thank you guys enough without you. We've got no reason to be here. And we are more than appreciative of that. Make sure if you're watching or following on YouTube, please hit the subscribe, like, and uh, toggle, notifications toggle. We uh, are greatly appreciative of that. For uh, John, the producer, Jim Coyle, I will see you on the radio. Thanks for listening to Indiana Sports Beat Radio. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page for more clips and team coverage of Indiana basketball, football, and more. You can also find full episodes and tons of other content on thehoosier.com. We'll see you next time for another edition of Indiana Sports Beat Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.